All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 18th of December. Now, there's a big development on Aadhaar, but I'll come to that in just a bit. Let me start with international markets. The queues from equity markets overseas aren't great for Indian markets this morning. Ahead of a potential rate hike by the Federal Reserve tomorrow, US markets declined sharply for a second session in a row. In fact, they've slid to their lowest level since October 2017. The S&P 500 briefly slipped below 2,532.69 points. I'm speaking about that level because it was the intraday bottom it touched on the 9th of February. That was the lowest trading level for the benchmark this year. But it closed a little higher, close to 2,550 points. Asian markets aren't doing that much better. Two of the three early rises were trading weak when I'd last checked. The Nikkei in Japan had cuts of as much as 1.6% in early trade. Meanwhile, Chinese holdings of US Treasuries fell to the lowest in a year and a half. But the bright spot for the Indian economy comes from the commodity space. Crude oil prices headed lower as market participants remained unconvinced that the OPEC supply cut would be enough to correct what they perceive as an oversupply scenario. The slide began after data provider Genscape was said to report higher inventories at the biggest American storage hub in Oklahoma and intensified as the US Energy Department forecast higher output for this month and the next one in the country's top shale operations. Now on to the news that I mentioned on Aadhaar. The cabinet has approved the amendment of two existing laws to provide legal backing for seeding Aadhaar with mobile numbers and bank accounts. This comes after the Supreme Court in September imposed restrictions on the use of Aadhaar by private companies. The two acts will be amended to provide for voluntary sharing of the 12-digit identification number for obtaining new mobile phone connections and for the opening of bank accounts. On to other news. Hours after taking oath of office, Madhya Pradesh Chief Minister Kamal Nath cleared the proposal of waiving farm loans of up to 2 lakh rupees as promised by Congress President Rahul Gandhi ahead of assembly polls in the state. In a major overhaul of the fee structure that mutual funds charge from investors, the Securities and Exchange Board of India issued new norms to cap total expenses for investment in such funds at 2.25%. In fact, for open-ended equity schemes, SEBI has said that the expense ratio will have to come down further once assets under management cross 500 crore rupees. The new fee structure would come into effect from the 1st of April 2019. On to other news. Tata Steel and Thyssen Group AG have announced that their European joint venture will be headed by the latter's steel division chief, Andreas Goss. The new board of the Insolvent Infrastructure Leasing and Financial Services, or ILNFS, has put its road assets on sale as part of its debt resolution plan. For the details of what's going on the block, look up the story on the website. In other updates, India will track the movement of tobacco products in the country to curb tax evasion and illicit trade and meet the World Health Organization's protocol. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam. How are we looking for India this morning? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. 
Major Indian equity indices advanced three quarters of a percent yesterday, but taking cues from Asian peers, the SGX Nifty is trending lower by half a percent this morning, indicating an open in the red. Two Tata companies in focus this morning. First, Tata Steel, where current Thyssen Group's steel division CEO Andreas Goss will be the future CEO of the joint venture between Tata Steel and Thyssen Group and will also chair the management board. Second, Tata Motors. Jaguar Land Rover, which has hired Boston Consulting Group for the $3.2 billion turnaround plan, the spokesperson of JLR Workers Representative Body Unit Union says workers have not been informed of any job reductions in January next year and do not expect any. NMDC has revised prices of lump ore at around 3250 per ton and fine ore at around 2860 per ton with effect from the 13th of December. Ashoka Bilcon also will be in focus given the board has approved raising about 150 crores worth of funds via an issue of non-convertible debentures. ILNFS Group will also be in focus since it looks to sell 22 assets and businesses in its domestic road vertical to seek expressions of interest for road projects and the company has appointed Upwood Capital and GM Financial as their financial and transaction advisors. These are just some of the stocks that you can keep an eye on as we go into trade today but for more remember to read our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQuint.com. Thanks, Agam. Well, that's all we have for you in this podcast, but there's a lot more on the website, so do check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a lovely day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.